righty roo <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> Robin's looking at me like, what does that mean? I've never heard already roo before, especially out of someone who wasn't as pale as I was. Shout out to one of my, uh, one of my old homies, uh, <laughs> Mr. Cass, you know who you are, who says already roo So it is us again here on Happily Never After. Um, it's me, Reagan Love Campbell, and... Dr. Robin. Dr. Robin. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! For Valentine's Day. Alright, so as promised, we are here breaking down for you my secret Valentine. <laughs> yes, Hallmark has started their Valentine series movies. Thank God. They are what crazy. Could we do without it? I mean, there's Christmas, Winterfest was kind of bleh. Yeah, Winterfest was I mean, weird. We need something. They just shove that in there to like make space and and get people keep people watching. I think pretty much. They just throw some snow on the screen. <laughs> Let's go to Colorado, fake Colorado, because apparently it's all Canada. It does. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada, two million bucks. Let's do it. I wish I had two million dollars to go to Canada. Yeah, if I had two million dollars, <laughs> I would not be making one of these movies. No, like I'd pay off my house. <laughs> <laughs> would like do some other things anyway but we do enjoy this and uh it's a lot of fun so here we go with my secret valentine so this one i liked this one just to just to start off because you know i like me some andrew walker oh my gosh does she like this guy i do it's too much i mean (laughs) like wow okay reagan come down off the ledge I know, I know. I think he's so cute. He's and adorable. He is, right? I think he, well, not adorable. He's really hot. Thank you. Now. Just say it. Not my type, per se. Okay. But, you know, we're getting a little into the, what did he say? Um, there's a little blue collar under the white collar. Yeah. He said that in this, and I'm like, okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, I like. his. I can get that. Yeah, <laughs> I liked his, like, country boy turned city boy turned Back to the country, but anyway, we'll get there. But yes. yeah, I I did like I liked his whole persona in this. I'm digging it. Um, so this one though, also stars Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Whoa, who um, she's so gorgeous. She's very. She's I was never a Party cute. of Five person. Oh, I totally watched Party of Five. I was big on that one. Yeah, I was big on the whole 90210 Melrose, but Melrose got real wacky. And then I was still into part, but Party of Five also though, because you know you had Nev Campbell, you had. That was it. I mean, yeah, you can watch more than one thing. I know, but not not when I was a teenager. (laughs) I was all about teenage angst, so any (laughs) any teenage style soap opera was like um I was all in. Like, yeah, I don't even remember what I watched. Oh my god! Aside from X Files, I don't remember. Oh, I was I was a huge X Filer too, which is hilarious. I love that we have that in common. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much. So brief synopsis. Yep. Do it. My secret Valentine. There's a vineyard. Big shock. (laughs) Again. It's a gorgeous vineyard. Uh, Family vineyard. Lacey's character, who I think her name is Chloe. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that until the last five minutes of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time you're like, who? What? I kept calling her Lacey. And I'm like, that's not her name. Okay. Um, Chloe is a GM for a restaurant. She gets a phone call from her father. He's being very cryptic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Things happen at work. She goes home for a week to find herself. Because, you know, every time daddy calls you, you need to go find yourself. So she goes home to her vineyard where, if it's a family vineyard, she doesn't know a damn thing about it. (laughs) We'll go into that. 
doesn't know what's happening. Big surprise. Daddy's going to sell to a wine company. And not just any wine company. It's the wine company that's gotten famous by selling boxed wine. Because that's what you want for your boutique. <laughs> oh, winery. the boxed wine company. <laughs> I mean... Hoda and Kathy Lee would be all about it, but you know. Dude, boxed wine has come up in the last few years. But anyway, I'll anyway, let you finish. Uh, we do Prosecco. <laughs> true, true. We don't know anything about wine. <laughs> Psych. Um, and this guy comes from this, this boxed wine company, who I completely forget the name of, but he comes to win over the family. And he's like, I'm going to close this deal in two days, Mr. Confidence. He comes. He basically pisses off Chloe because she doesn't want a big box company to take over her family winery because they don't know anything. He tries to act <laughs> like he's learning about it. She tries to act like she doesn't care. <laughs> so much. Eventually, contracts are signed, but he rips it up because he's in love with her. <sighs> Beautiful. And they kiss. And by the way, there's this whole other aspect of this that you don't know is him, but someone's renting this cabin on this vineyard. And this cabin needs a lot of work, apparently. And so they write each other messages on this chalkboard, which I have to say was my favorite part. <laughs> it's very cute. It was a very cute aspect of the movie, and I feel like gave it a different, like, twist or... or... It gave it a little bit more, yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish they played it up a little bit more than they did totally. at the Totally. I was they, thinking that, too. Like, it's like the best so part of the whole movie. It and really And it just kind of didn't exist at the end. Yeah. The and was, like, no big deal. Yeah, the that notes were kind of hokey, and, like, it didn't really... I feel like the notes could have pushed the movie forward in a different way, and they kind of just, like, like let, yeah. lamed it out. Yeah. Anyway. They just stopped, like, three quarters of the way through. <laughs> like, okay, we're tired of coming up with chalkboard messages, so we're just done. Really? And you know what? I couldn't read half of her flipping messages. <laughs> no. I was like, what is this writing that you've got going? Well, and they take a shot of her actually writing... And then they take a shot of what, like, she apparently has written. And it's two different handwritings. Yeah, somebody said, no, 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 girl, we're going to just write this for you because your handwriting is straight whack. <laughs> but their handwriting was whack, too! <laughs> Everybody was whack! I mean, it was cursive, but it was cursive in a way that most people who even understand cursive could not understand. It was the most fucking drawn-out cursive <laughs> and I've ever seen. Overly flowy and flowery, like... Like, total, this woman has done nothing but copy Jane Austen for her whole entire life and wanted Mr. Darcy. And his handwriting, or supposed handwriting, is very much block letters. Right. Which is awesome because I could see that. We could read that. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's what you need to do when you're writing for television. And just a little nitpicky aside that makes no difference at all. Sure. But when you erase a chalkboard, it does not stay black. You gotta erase it, like, four times and then use a wet sponge to and get then, it to be black again and then if and you do the like, water you have to let that dry because yes. otherwise if you go right over it that will be worse like it will stay there forever yes like <laughs> totally not representative you know what we're talking about <laughs> meanwhile no one younger than us even knows what we're talking about <laughs> there are no chalkboards anymore a chalkboard in 15, is it like years. does chalk have asbestos <clears throat> i don't know what's happening anyway they've taken the chalk from the children um all right anyway <laughs> Okay, so, so now we're going to discuss this. Let's do it. So, I, you like, opening shot with the vineyard. Gorgeous. Really gorgeous. I was like, this is nice. And this vineyard is, like, <laughs> sort of outside of Portland, I guess. So, she, she, uh, Chloe, Lacey, works in the big city of Portland, and that's where her GMing of the restaurant city, is happening. Yes. Yeah. And... <clears throat> 
Daddy's Vineyard is sort of somewhere in the countryside of Oregon, if you will. You would think so. They Again, they don't discuss distance. Yeah, I think she mentioned something about the Oregon wine trail or something like that. Probably, like, so like an hour or two away. Sure, sure. It, that's what it feels like. I, it would have to be two hours away because right. she hasn't been home in like a year. Right. If you haven't been <laughs> yes. home in a year and it's less than an hour, shame on you. Well, and well, especially when we find out why she hasn't been home in a year and what happened a year ago. But anyway, let's get there in a minute. So... We open up, she's at her restaurant, and she's giving orders Well, it's not and her such. restaurant. No, it's not. It's the restaurant where she's the GM. Well, yeah. So, her father calls her while she's at this restaurant giving people orders, and she... <laughs> well, I have to... I'm going to stop you real quick. Yeah. All I can think of this opening scene is she's giving people orders, but she's giving people orders one person at a time. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is not that happening of a restaurant. There are five people in here with you. I know it's the morning and the restaurant isn't open, but like one person has one pot on the stove and it's the head chef. This does not exist. This is not real life. We know this, but yeah. yet I'm like, couldn't you make it a little bit more real? There is a lack of busyness to this restaurant that is extremely popular, apparently, and extre- like just doing extremely well. Uh, apparently. I don't know. Anyway, anyway. that's fine. <clears throat> there, yeah, there's not like people so prepping can, food. So I don't know. she can know. take an awkward phone call from yeah, her daddy. So time for the awkward phone call. So daddy calls the restaurant and yeah, it's odd. It's like she hasn't talked to her dad in, I don't know, weeks, months. I have no idea. And he's so, dad tells her that he has serious news. To me, <laughs> like drop everything and get the hell home. Yes, like or... cancer. Like I'm thinking cancer. Is he gonna die? Yeah. Because people tend to die in Hallmark movies. And she's kind of like, can I just call you later? <laughs> now hold on a damn minute. Yeah. All I can think of is she has no concern for her family. Like she doesn't care. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this. We find out later that her mother died a year ago. <laughs> If your dad calls and says, I have serious news, and your mom died a year ago, which is not that long ago, like Robin said, drop the fuck everything, (laughs) get your ass in the car, or at least she would not even, like, talk to him. Talk to him. She was like, oh, can I call you later? (laughs) No, you can't call your dad who has serious news later. At first she's like, well, can you tell me now on the phone? Because I can't make it out there. And he's like, well, Girl. no, I'd rather talk to you after work. Okay, I'll call you later. Yeah, so good. I'll call you later. <laughs> this, what? It was so weird. What? And you're right. I mean, I missed the part about her mom being dead for only a year. Yeah. Big shocker, Hallmark. There's a dead mom. I mean, I think I got that right. But yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure when we get later, when we get to the vineyard, that somebody mentions that, like, she I hasn't watched, been home in a year and that was what it was. I watched the cheap copy version. <laughs> Hallmark, usual. you need to have some kind of streaming service because this is killing me. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so when she's still at the restaurant, though, and she's agreed to talk to her dad later, which is so weird, um, she's talking to this woman, Maggie, at the restaurant. Who Who apparently owns it. Yes, Maggie's the owner. The head chef. And she's talking about the sauce for the Valentine's Day menu, which has to be perfect because it's Valentine's Day. And I was like... No. Doesn't the sauce have to be perfect all the time? It should be. But, like, the sauce can just be, like, just nasty <laughs> any other time. But for Valentine's Day, it needs to be perfect. I didn't think Valentine's Day was that big of a deal for restaurants. I mean... I don't know. I have experienced trying to get reservations for Valentine's Day and having a hard time. Well, I get that. But, I mean, it's not like... 
yeah. some big fancy rollout of a special menu. People are just like, oh, all of our reservations are booked up because it's Valentine's Day. Go buy some roses so we can put one on each table. I mean, is it really that? I'm not in the restaurant world. My friend's husband is. Maybe I should ask him. Be like, are you guys changing your menu for Valentine's Day? I we should find out. Somebody tell us. Like, do they yes. do like? Is this like Restaurant Week where it's like prefix and the whole deal where they change the menu and it's special and it's whatever? Yeah, I or, feel like I've it's fifty fifty. I've seen it and I've not seen it. Yeah, I also have a problem with the head chef asking <laughs> her the general manager what she thinks about the sauce because her taste is perfect. You're a fucking chef. <laughs> How do you not know word that your sauce needs salt? Like, like, it's Chloe salt. is probably, like, doing the books. <laughs> like She's changing. scheduling people and dealing with the dumbass drama that all those 16-year-old waitresses yes. and hostesses have to deal with. She is managing people's performance. She There's some is... line cook that got someone pregnant, and she has to deal with that shit. <laughs> Maybe not in Portland. But... She is ordering table linens and making sure it fits in the budget for this month. She is not a chef. No. Apparently I... she eats well, though. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, obviously. So Maggie tells her, tells Chloe that she is, um, <laughs> she's buying this new restaurant. Sorry. My notes just totally confused me and it was so odd. Yes. So odd. Sorry. You, guys got, you really, I'm just going to tape Reagan. You don't need to see me at all. You just need to see Reagan. The facial expressions I, I are right in my notes. Cook lady Maggie is ordering a second restaurant. <laughs> Well, okay, ordering a second restaurant. Interesting. What I meant to say is she's opening a second restaurant <laughs> with these low-ass standards. Yes. <laughs> is she going to have to taste all the food in this other restaurant? Like, how is she going to be in two places at once? All right. <laughs> but yeah, but she's she's like, I bought this steakhouse down the street, and I want you to... I forget the exact wording. I thought she said, I want you to run it with me. She probably did, and that's why... That's why Chloe thinks she's asking her to go in as a partner. Yeah. And she's like, oh, as a partner? And Maggie's just like <laughs> laughing and so excited and like not even, she's like, oh no, silly as a GM. And da -da -da -da. it keeps going on and on and on. And I'm like thinking to myself, you're a bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> like she has no, re there's no read on Chloe's reaction to her like total just like, you know what I mean? Like, she yeah. just totally ignores her whole, like, the hope that was in her eyes. I know. And Maggie's just, like, like doesn't even realize that this is a thing. Right. Why? Well, why would you want to be anything but the GM? Well, and then she says, oh, like, they wouldn't take me serious. Like, the, the, investors the investors wouldn't take her seriously if, if Chloe was coming in as a buyer. Or if Chloe was coming in with her as a partner. Yeah, like, I don't know if my investors would be okay with that. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, your restaurant is only as successful as the chef and the GM. Right. Let's just put it into perspective. Correct. So she's half of that team. Yeah. I, so your investors probably assumed that she would be involved. You know. Anyway. It's, it's all very odd. So she's, Maggie says to Chloe, listen... You got At some this things point, to think she about. Senses. It, right, finally. <laughs> oh, maybe she's not so okay with this because because Chloe says, you know, I mean, give the girl props. I do like that about this movie. This girl has a backbone. Yeah, she's, she actually 
like the feminism rah rah. I kind of like it. Yeah, she's not so timid about everything. She actually says what's on her mind. She's... She believes she deserves it. Yeah, yeah. She's she has confidence. Hard. She has yeah. confidence, right? That's the whole thing is there's a there's an air of confidence to her, which I really do like. And she's like, Maggie says, why don't you take some time off and think about it, about the GM piece? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not coming in as partner. <laughs> Homegirl. <laughs> why did you even think about that? I'm not that? sure why you thought. Yeah, exactly. So now we cut to Andrew who is, or sorry, Andrew um, Walker. Andrew Walker. I don't know what it is. Seth. Seth, that's right. Seth Anderson. Seth. He works for a wine company. And I can, oh, Stratosphere Wines is the name of the wine company. The Boxed Wine Company. (laughs) The Boxed Wines. (laughs) The Box of the Millionaires. But seriously, (laughs) yeah, they, it's very like, I mean, you know, they're very posh. So, it's very, very posh. New York City. Yes, yes. There's lots of exposed brick and beams and such as they're standing in this meeting. <laughs> yeah, they're having a standing meeting with all these people that look like they have no idea what their job is. Like, if you're going to hire extras, give them something to work with. Just stand over there by the copy machine because you're blonde. Okay, now we're going to have this guy stand over here, but you can't be as good looking as, as Andrew Walker. Yeah. Here, well, I mistakenly called Paul and Reagan like totally jumped on my throat on that. <laughs> that was the best thing. I should post that in our, in uh, our Instagram. Uh, it's a little insensitive if you love Paul Walker and I apologize, but. Oh my gosh, Robin. Is this I was the one having... with Paul Walker? I'm like, girl, he's dead. <laughs> I was having a moment. It's not funny, but it, that was hilarious. I mean, it was come on. pretty funny. It was funny. RIP Paul Walker. We love you. Uh, I love Paul Walker. He was very... And yeah. in my defense... He seemed like a good guy, too. Nothing I said yesterday morning made any sense. <laughs> well, it's okay. I screwed everything up. You were clearly said. having a day, so it's cool. <laughs> Anywho, anyway. so people are just holding notebooks, standing up in this meeting, holding pens. They're not doing anything. And Seth is just, like, leaning against the door jam. Like, oh, he is so, he's so Mr. Too Cool in this meeting. He totally is, like... Yeah. So um, his boss, I cannot remember her name either. It doesn't matter. Homegirl. She's just rattling off like, okay, listen, everybody. There is this winery, Grange Family Winery, uh, GFW, that's what they keep calling it. And we need to... Well, one person keeps calling <laughs> <laughs> We need to get their business. They have not been wanting to sell. So the whole thing is they want Grange Family Wineries. They want to buy them so that they can then branch you know, out, branch out, take over, and you know, kind of commercialize wine. their yeah. wine. Exactly. So, um, I I guess this is the type of meeting where your boss doesn't give you an assignment. They ask people who wants to do this. <laughs> I, I this doesn't exist. <laughs> Not a real thing. No. Like, something this big, like, this is a big, big deal, right? This is a family winery, been owned by the family for years and years and years. You would, you as the boss would find your best person and say, I want you to do this. And here's your team, because you're not going to fuck it up. Like, you're good, but just in case. No team. She's just like, who wants to do this? And Seth's like, I'll do it in two days. And I don't yes. need anybody. And they're like, cool. And because I'm like, what? Since he's hot, he can just do anything by himself. He can just strut. Because it doesn't matter if he's only like five foot ten. He can just strut his way in. It don't matter, girl. All right. <laughs> With his really nice fitting pants. I'm just... <laughs> anyway. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he's Mr. Confident. And I like that. But he's almost too confident. He seems so nonchalant <laughs> about everything. He, yeah, he just... I can get this done. Don't even worry about it. He rolls through life and like I it ain't no like... thing but a chicken wing. Oh, you did not. Oh, God. 
<laughs> no, okay, wait, but this this comes up. So. Now I really want wings. Thanks a lot, right? <laughs> so I know. Oh, man, we should go to Publix and get those. Okay, anyway. So apparently... You're bad she, my Her whole thing... I know, right? The whole thing is they want to be more than party wines. <laughs> yeah, they want to be more than party wines. They're going to take over the series company. Meanwhile, all I can think is, what the hell is this... The, the, the owner of the winery, what the hell is he thinking? That you have created this amazing winery with this complex, I don't even know how to the act like I know and what the, I'm talking and about. The oak. The palate. They keep talking about the palate. The sensitive palate. Okay, right. You're going you're gonna to charm the pants off of people because you know what the hell you're doing and I don't. Fine. Party wine? And he acts like he doesn't care about them either. Like, the wine's good, but they're just some country bumpkins. Okay, first of all, country bumpkins don't live on the West Coast. Oh, girl, I wrote country bumpkins in my notes later on. So hilarious. We'll get there. So, but back up to this party wines, because I'm just like, as opposed to professional wines or children's wines, like, what is not a party wine? (laughs) Children's wine. Is this like a work wine? Is there something that I don't know about? (laughs) Do I need to talk to you about your son? No, but this is the point I'm making. Oh, yeah. What? When do you, I mean, I guess, I understand that there are like, I guess she means like, as opposed to like a restaurant wine. But, no, but the restaurant all... wine is sold at the wine store and you get the same stuff. Like when you're I having a party. I like... don't buy the $50 bottle unless someone is around that knows about wine. Right. Because I don't know a damn thing. I'm assuming, like when they said that to me, what I got the impression of is it's like a barefoot. Now, I'm sure that you guys know what I'm talking about with barefoot wine. It's like the $5 bottle of wine that you can get at any grocery store. Correct. Well, if your state allows that. Right. North Carolina. They or like do. two buck chuck from Trader Joe's and that yes, kind of stuff. Yes, which is surprisingly really good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the value. Um, so that's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, no, for me, party wine's like, when they said party wine, I'm thinking, is there pop rocks in this stuff? <laughs> like, something's gotta be. That's what I'm saying. I just, the party wines thing, I was Woo! just like, that. Is Either not that, a thing. Or the alcohol content is so outrageously high. All wines are party wines. Yeah. Um, Which means that uh, Seth probably has a couple of babies he don't know about. <laughs> it's been a party. Where are all your kids at? No. Okay. <laughs> so um, he just, you know, he gets this assignment and because he decides he wants it and his and flight is leaving. Right? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude. Again, not a thing. Don't you have to have like your name and social security <laughs> number logged? And you can't go up to a place and be like, I'm changing my name on this ticket. They're like, um, no, you have to wait a certain amount of hours. Yes. And you have to bring in all this documentation. Yeah, like, she would not have booked the flight. She's like, your flight leaves in two hours. Like, uh, really? Because... Shouldn't we have had this conversation yesterday? <laughs> you just found out he was doing this. When did you book his his ticket? Yeah. I just, yeah. This, this whole, the whole travel piece get... of Hallmark is killing me. You have to get to the airport two hours beforehand. Right. So let's... And where are they? Are they in New York? Yes, they are in New York City. Because this is his whole, like, he became a city boy. We'll get to his... I get the city boy country boy thing. Oh, the dead people. (laughs) Freaking, I have a note in here. Just by the way, Hallmark, if they're not meddling parents, they're dead. (laughs) And I think that we need to have some kind of diversity here in the, the parental cycle. Dead meddling parents. And if the parents are divorced and there's a sob story with it, can we have a good step parent thrown in for fun? 
<laughs> just to yeah. prove that this can actually happen. Right. Not not abusive or or neglectful, but like a good solid step parent. That would be cool. Yeah. I, I would Pre- really enjoy that. Preferably black, so we could get some color. <laughs> not blurred out. Not blurred out. <laughs> okay. Back at the family vineyard. <laughs> so Chloe goes decides to go home because you know she's pretty broken up over this whole like not being taken seriously thing about being a partner. So. And I get that, because that yeah. would crush me, and I'd be like, she doesn't think I'm worth <laughs> Oh my god, I'm horrible! It would, yeah, that's... And then I'd be That is Robin's textbook reaction. <laughs> that would be her textbook reaction. Seriously. Reagan has seen this reaction before. I would also be sad, but probably not to that degree. So, we roll up at the, at the house, <laughs> and so she decides she's going home, because she remembers, oh yeah, my dad has some serious news, so let me go see what's up with him. Well, Maggie says it. Yeah, well, yeah, she's like, why don't you go home? Why don't you go take some time and go see your dad? Because Maggie has to tell her to go see her own freaking father. Because Maggie's like, get the hell away from here and realize you are not worth partnership, woman. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. So she gets there and um, this redhead is giving a group tour. Oh, Beth, which... Oh, I got so many things to say about this. <laughs> but Beth is cool. She's her friend. She's clearly like... I like Beth. Yeah, no, I like Beth, too. She's great during this whole movie. She's... There's no weirdness. She's... Okay. There's one moment of weirdness, at Oh, okay. Least. Well, you'll break that down. Um, <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> so somebody is giving a group wine, wine tour, just like, you know, we've all been on a damn wine tour. Um, and... Because we want to see the grapes. Yes. And apparently she was promoted right after Harvest, which is just like, what? <laughs> Here's the know. thing. Like, she's the manager of the vineyard. Yes. She is such good friends with Chloe. And it's Chloe's family freaking wine vineyard. Vineyard. Why the hell does she, doesn't she know that Beth is now the manager? Right. Yeah. It's like How she, do you not know this? She's so freaking surprised. She's like, oh my gosh. She you're managing this place? <laughs> she knows nothing about this vineyard. It's nothing. like, mama died. I pieced out. Mm-hmm. But I pieced out four years before Mama died because I've been in Portland for five years yes. running this horrible woman's restaurant <laughs> and telling her how to sauce her freaking sauce. And <laughs> and I know nothing about what's going on. Right. I don't know who works here. I don't know what their positions are. Not that it no. has my name on it or anything. Oh, wait till we like, get to the cabin. She doesn't, like, oh my gosh. So like, many things I she doesn't know. know. Like, I'd be like... This has my family's name on it. I want to know about this. This whole movie is us peeling back the layers of this onion that is Chloe not knowing what the fuck is going on with her family. <laughs> her family business. She's every turn is like, a, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know. Who's that? Oh, I didn't know that was going on. It's like she knows nothing about her dad either. I'm Go like, home and find out. <laughs> Dude, if I don't call my parents once crackhead? a week, I get like passive aggressive text messages emails i'll get a voice message it's your father just checking to make sure you're alive because that's oh my gosh my mom like thinks i'm mad at me half i'm mad at her half the time if i don't like i know text back within like five hours and i'm just like dude i'm working (laughs) yeah and if we don't go if, if we don't go if i don't go a week i start getting a little anxious too like yeah. Is mama and papa okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I don't talk to my mom at some point during like, the weekend. Like, I haven't gotten the passive-aggressive message yet. Uh, yeah. Right. Are exactly. they okay? Are yeah. they sick? Are they in the hospital? For real. So, yeah. anyway. So, these two are clearly, like, old friends. So, they're really excited to see each other, you know. They're partially excited to see each other. <laughs> There's and no Beth... real excitement in any of that. Right. And Let's Beth is married. She's, she's... Oh, yes. She's hooked up and all that kind of stuff. So, there's nothing... Like, nothing weird ends up happening. Like, you know transpiring later um because that's always what i wonder when another woman comes into the picture on a hallmark movie i'm just like what's your angle gonna be yes (laughs) sweetheart (laughs) 
and then I'm like, and then I see her later, like with her man that she's clearly married. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Is you know what? What? I don't even know if her friend's name is Beth. I don't know what her friend's no, name I is. No, I think it is Beth. Why? I think Beth is the friend in the other movie. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think I'm confusing stuff. <laughs> oh, okay, well. Redhead. Her name is something. So, anyway, so. Fill in the blank here. We. This is where we find out Chloe's mom died a year ago. So, enter the dead people. Rolling um, eyes. Like, we, I seriously put it on pause and just got up. And I'm like, <laughs> can we not think of something else? Right. Could she. Really? She could have walked out and just left them. She could be divorced living in another country or state. She could have been, I don't know, sick and just needed some extra help. Right. The daddy was going to help his 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 woman. She could have been living in the cabin. I don't she know. She could have just been a happily married woman who her and her husband decided they were too damn old to worry about a vineyard. Nope, but we kill people off. That's what we do in Hallmark. That's what makes it... Because we got to have the sappy angle. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's what draws you in. Um... So they decide, the two, um, Chloe and her friend, that they're going to drive up to the old cabin where Chloe and her mom used to spend a lot of time together, which is very sweet. It is sweet. It is a lot bigger than an old cabin. Yeah. And her friend sort of breaks the news to her that they're actually, um, they've put it out there for rent uh, because, you know, it's, this cabin's just been sitting there and it probably makes sense for somebody to be living in it. Let's, yes. you know, I mean, her dad's Give thinking like a real life person who needs money. <laughs> yeah. Or who doesn't even need, he may not even need money, but it's just like, it's just sitting here empty. Right. Use it so that I stop being sad thinking about my dead wife every time I come by here. Like, yeah. Get some kids out there. And Chloe's got a, so she, she's, it's so funny, right? This was, this I remember, you know, sort of being, um, this piqued my whatever, that she was doing all these faces, Lacey or Chloe, that she was trying to act like it wasn't bothering her, that like her old childhood hangout was going on Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> like she was really like, she was like, making all cool. these faces like, yeah, yeah, no, this is fine. No, I totally get it. It's great. But then she'd like, you could tell it was bothering her. Yeah. <laughs> Cause funny. you have to, you have to act out the angst. Yes. It's very important. Otherwise we don't know about it. But the cabin needs work. Mm -hmm. And as they talk about how much the cabin needs work, she casually goes to open a drawer and the whole front of the drawer comes <laughs> off in her hand. Are you fucking serious? Because her friend's like, we've had, a, we've had uh, a contractor up here to do some work on it. Dude, if I'm putting something for rent, I'm going to make sure the cabinet's open first. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of obvious. The whole cabinet just, like, falls off at her. You're like, really? <laughs> You're overdoing it a little bit, Hallmark. You don't have to show us that everything is horrible. Yes. And then, kind of on the way out, Chloe notices the little chalkboard where she writes a cute little message for the new tenants yes that's very welcome. sweet yeah i can't remember what it says but it it's doesn't just matter. A, you, know, you can't <laughs> read it because it's too girly it's true so then we meet dad seems like a swell guy mm -hmm. um and they're having this like friends and family dinner that they've always had go ahead is this a special dinner <laughs> well it kicks off the thing so they do this just for this festival i guess okay i must have missed that part run it down though well because i just have this note <laughs> does every like and and i worked for family businesses before where i'm like the only person not in the family working there okay i get it but do you have to have family dinners every night where it's not just the family but it's like everyone that works with you every this table is huge yeah it is full of people that we don't know and are yeah. never introduced one to. mile radius yep and yeah everybody who lives in the town is anyone at your table. that's ever picked a grape is invited to this dinner <laughs> 
And oh, I have so many comments. But the one, the next thing I will say is the friend, the redhead, the wonderful woman that she is. Her husband says something, <laughs> and she goes, "Oh no, <laughs> ignore my husband." <laughs> Who the hell says that? Be like, can you just ignore Tommy over here? That is straight up rude. <laughs> Jason's being ass. Just ignore him. That's straight up rude. Well, you can say ignore somebody, but you use their name. Like, you never say, oh, my, my husband. husband. That's your Unless whole. Unless you're pointing out that you're married and everyone else is lonely and pathetic. So that was either for the audience watching or. It was totally for us so that we knew that this dorky guy that is totally out of her league is her husband. Right. But did we really need to know that? I mean, does that make any bit of difference at all? She's wearing a wedding ring? I just thought it was friggin' rude. I would not sit at a table and be like, ignore Jason. Yes, you would. I would not. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm Only kidding. if he said something really smart-ass, and then, then, then that's well, yeah, just me again, getting you back. <laughs> you'd say, like, ignore Jason. Not ignore, ignore my husband. <laughs> Let's start saying that. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start doing that in public. My husband. Ignore my son. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you Biddy. <laughs> Please and do. And you can start acting like that. Anyway. She's the I best. just, I have a problem with that. No, totally. You're but, married and everyone else is either single or the person died. Thank you <laughs> or for a widower. that out. <laughs> so dad decides that this is when he's going to drop the box. So, so this is, this is where Chloe gets her crazy family weird shit. Because, so. At the she, friends and family one mile radius dinner. <laughs> Dad decides he's going to drop the bomb that he's going to, he's thinking about selling the winery. Yeah. This is the last festival they're going to have. Last festival. Peace out, homies. Yeah. And like, no wonder she doesn't want to talk to you. You know, she doesn't want to drop everything and show up because y'all are so damn impersonal acting <laughs> towards each other. I've never yeah. seen this. He, he couldn't pull her aside before dinner. She'd been there hours by that time. He couldn't have pulled her aside before dinner and been like, listen, honey, I... You know, I hadn't got a chance to say this to you. This is, it's not like it's your inheritance or anything like that. Not at all. Jeez. <laughs> she came all the freaking way out there. She's been there for hours. Homeboy could have wait, could have just been like, yo, I'm yeah. going to sell the winery. I'm going to announce it at dinner. Last festival. Yeah. Heads up. <laughs> or talk to her about it a little bit or Zero something. Heads up. The only thing I could think of is, was he slightly annoyed that she couldn't take off work? <laughs> And so he's like, you know what, bitch? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We're parents. Teaching you a lesson. And there have been moments in our lives where we've looked at our parents, and you know your parents calling you bitch. <laughs> you know, they want to. And they might have. Yeah. Might actually have. <laughs> That's harsh. I'm just saying. Like, all right. All right. So, so this, is, this is when we find out that it's actually Stratosphere Wine Company that is coming to the, uh, you know, Grange family vineyard to kind of assess and pitch, uh, and she's buying the company very much upset about this. Oh yeah. She's like, Oh, that's the boxed wine. But I, I have to give her credit. So even it's so funny because I do talk to text notes now. Oh yeah. And so it, every time I mention her, it says lazy <laughs> instead of lazy because apparently I can't speak correctly. <laughs> lazy. Uh, so lazy. Um, but she seems very sincere and I like her as an actress. Her eyes are like uber sparkly they are she's so got very sparkly she eyes. can definitely make the emotion mm -hmm. without having to really make the emotion mm -hmm. which she's, seems to work in this movie well. she's very tyro with the smizing um but again i just think that it, and back to the same point but i'm just making it over and over again i'm drilling <laughs> this in for everybody that you would think that if there is a company that is run by your parents and it's named after your last name 
Right. Last that name. you would know what the fuck is going on. Absolutely. I'm I'm with you. Alright. So, so now we sales cut guy. To, yeah, we cut to Seth. He's gotten to the town. And it's nighttime. And he is just he's pissed off because everything in a small town is closed. Is closed. Where do you think you are, homeboy? Like you listen. Said, and he, he later we find out that he like lived in the country at some point. Like Pack a P2 or something with some jerky and some nuts. Like, get your life together. But it's it looks like it's flipping 9.30 p.m. Of course, shit in a small town is going to be closed. Yes. Like, welcome to life. Welcome to life. <laughs> I just don't get him. You I mean, I get it, it, city boy. And I know this is just like Hallmark trying to, like, really beat us over the head with, he's from the city, everything in New York City is open 24 hours. It's yes, not, but a lot of service. things are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I understand he doesn't have Postmates in this small town, but come and on, Chinese man. Chinese food place. I mean, every, even a small town has a Chinese food place and it is at least open until nine o'clock. I'm yeah. just going to point that out. But it's probably 930. So <laughs> okay. he runs it. So he goes into this grocery store, this little, like a, like general store, convenience store, mm-hmm. bodega type place. And he, of course, runs into, who do we think? <laughs> Chloe. Ooh. Heart eyes, heart eyes, heart eyes. Heart eyes. I mean, it's ridiculous. Because she, okay, I am going to point this out. Physically, he is maybe two and a half inches taller than her. <laughs> maybe two and a half inches taller. That's cold. And she can't. <laughs> That's cold-blooded. Watch the movie again. Look at it. I mean, she doesn't even have to stand on her tippy toes. Girl, which it don't matter because he's so fine. <laughs> hey, my ex-husband and I are the same height. Most people I've dated have been shorter than me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. But just, yes. What are you saying? She needs help to reach a bag on the top shelf, and he's going to be the one to save the day, and oh you're two and a half inches taller than her? That's ridiculous. You're I right. I mean, apparently, you're, that word. two and a half inches made all the difference. Girl, just jump. It's fine. You know what I mean? And that's it's open know, shelving. Don't know. <laughs> Even if it's too tall for me, I'd have my fingers up in there right. and I'd be moving it. That's we'd the, get it done. That's the dumb type of stuff that I can't even deal with. Like, yo, when I need to reach something in my house, I just go get a fucking chair, <laughs> and I get it done. Yeah. Okay, we are sitting in a room. We are recording in Reagan's closet, large closet <laughs> that I have, and we, I needed to open the vents because it was hot as hell up in here. And so, guess what I did? My husband was here. I could have called him upstairs and said, "Hey, Jason." No, Can actually, you open the vents? Jason was in the room for Was he in the room? Right. And you know what? I just do shit for myself. I don't wait for anybody to do anything for me. That's like my tagline. That's how I live. I just get a chair and stand Word. up and I open shit up. It's not hard to open a vent. Like, just no, like it isn't hard to get something off a top shelf in a grocery store. No convenience store is going to put anything up high. No. Unless they really don't want you to buy it. They don't even have high shelves. Not in a convenience store. No, this, yo, don't. people, this is like a 7-Eleven. The highest shelf is six feet tall. Word. I love 7-Eleven. Just saying. Anybody listening? Slurpees. You guys are my favorite. Slurpees for real. Slurpees. Full on. Okay, anyway. So, there's... <laughs> we a, had a moment. Yeah, we did. It was 7-Eleven. Thank you, 7-Eleven. So, there's some light flirtation that happens. They're talking about, like, popcorn and chocolate and how, you know, that sweet, salty, blah, blah, blah. And I even yeah, wrote yeah. that. Like, first of all, there, she immediately starts oversharing. <laughs> I'm stress snacking. Do you tell anybody that in a convenience store? The overshare is deep. I'd be like, <laughs> if anyone was making fun of or saying something, I'd be like, 
I need my salt. Right. Or I have an addiction I need to feed. Yeah. Something silly and funny. I'm not going to be like, you know what? I'm stressed. I'm a single mom. <laughs> and Do it. this guy I was dating can't handle it. So now I need chocolate and I need salt and I need soda and I need Kleenex. <laughs> not in the convenience store. No, because then that other person would just be looking at you like you're a freaking loon and then would just try to get away from you as fast as they could. Yes. But then they have this conversation about salty and sweet. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And yeah, we all know that's not new. <laughs> that's what I said. I actually put that. Because she said, oh, that's what I always say. Salty and sweet. And I'm like, that is what everybody says. Yeah, it's not new. Like, everybody knows that salty and sweet is, like, the jam. Sea salt chocolate, people. It is 2008. Exactly. How many times do we see sea salt chocolate? All the time. Sea salt caramel. All the time. Because it's... Yeah. Okay. All the right. next morning. Fine. So, he's... What's his name again? Seth. He's there. And he... Is with the dad, and he's he's at the winery. Okay, he's... the dad is getting wine out of a barrel. Seth is, like, on the floor because he has to be hidden. Lacey storms in because oh. she's pissed off that this guy's here already. Yes. From this boxed wine, boxed party wine place. And she goes boxed off on her dad, wine? and then, like, Seth pops up like he's a freaking jack-in-the-box. <laughs> Again, d- popping up. <laughs> People popping up and shit. I would, no. I would have jumped up screaming. Ah! <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Get out. Why does everybody need to pop up and peep around corners? <laughs> so mad at this all the time. It's not uh, funny. Some of us are jumpy. Anyway. Um, And her friend. I have a note in here that, like, her friend is just like, oh, this so guy's weird. Like, first of all, her friend's, like, trying to block her from going into the place. She's so weird about it. And then her husband's like trying, because her husband is there with her, because obviously he has no life, so he just, he's her bitch, which is kind of nice for once. But they're like blocking her, and I'd be like, y'all, if my friend acted like that, I'd straight up smack her. Yeah. It was, so it was so weird how she was trying, like, where are you going? What do you need to do? Uh, so Chloe's ugh. trying to walk, and her friend is like stalling standing her. in her way to yeah. get her to not go in, because... Mr. Seth is in there. Because so. what's going to happen, girlfriend, yeah. that we don't even remember if you're Beth or not? She's, also... Let's just call her not Beth, because I don't remember who she is. Okay. Redhead. <laughs> but she also, again with the friend, the friend was just promoted to manager of the vineyard mm-hmm. within the last year. Yep. She seems awfully okay that they're going to sell the winery. Like, wouldn't ah, you be terrified for your job? I had not thought about that. I'd what the like... hell is she going to go do now? I'd be like, does she think they're going to keep her? Yeah. Let's talk about stratosphere wine and what, what they really do. Keep her in what capacity? Like, oh, you mean stratosphere. Yeah, I don't know. Stratosphere? Is I that don't what, know. Did I Maybe. not say stratosphere? No, well, no, I just, I was, I, I was thinking, was the family going to keep her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's not an honorary child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My bad. Anyway. But I love how Lacey called him snack guy. I snack thought that guy. was hilarious. Snack guy. Snack guy. <laughs> that was great. So like, anyway, oh, it's the hottie from the gas station. That's right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, oh. girl. Anyway, okay. So she, they have this whole exchange where he's acting all overly confident and being kind of douche. Yeah, kind of douchey. There's not kind of. He's a douche. Yeah, it's douchey banter between the two of them. And then she's just like, whatever. It's not going to be that easy. And blah blah blah. So she like yeah. walks she's like, out. And I guess you probably said that you'd get this done in three days. And he goes. <laughs> Two. Two. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have so many notes on this. <laughs> For someone that seems so freaking confident about themselves mm-hmm. when they're in New York City. Yes. You seem so damn defensive. <laughs> immediately. 
Oh, yeah. She's getting under his skin, like, with no problem. Right from the start. No problem. No problem. Now, he probably didn't know that there would be a meddling daughter involved. <laughs> and I do kind of... This is like a Scooby-Doo moment for him. <laughs> these meddling... These meddling daughters. <laughs> I would have got it done in two days if it wasn't for these meddling daughters. Ah, <laughs> bitch. No. I you take a mask off somebody? I don't know. I do have to say, though, that I do like the idea of the condescending daughter as opposed to the condescending parent. So mm. at least we've switched the model up a little bit, Hallmark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the condescension and the horrible yep. All right. personal relationship is not on the parent this time. I can get with that. All right. So Chloe storms back and her friend is there. She goes back to her friend and her friend's like, he's handsome. And she goes, he's the enemy. <laughs> I kind of like that. That was funny. It was, it was great, but I'd probably say something like that too. Yes. So Chloe heads back to the cabin so um, she can find out what's going on with the rusticity. It's <laughs> oh going on there. It's a rustic cabin. It's, we're doing rustic in air quotes. I'm doing rusticity in air quotes because really what that means is shit is broke. Like, yeah. Everything in this cabin keeps breaking. Even though it's a nice looking cabin. It's so cute. Like, oh my God. When I saw this cabin. The cabinets are wood and they look like they've been oiled recently, but yet we don't know if the hinges work. Right. This is like my husband's dream cabin. He would, if we could just move that cabin to like Murphy, North Carolina, like, and there was a view that he'd be like, let's like buy this cabin. And that could be like our, you know, yeah, we can do this weekend getaway cabin type of thing. Like, oh, it was so cute. That. Super cute. Totally rent from you guys. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. We'll put it on Airbnb. Just like these people. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, the tenant, the tenant mm -hmm. called in some requests. I don't know. Something wasn't working right. Blah, blah, blah. Chloe's going to go to the cabin because she wants to get the hell away. Right. Because she's pissed off. She doesn't want to seem too available to him. Which was so odd. I was like, he's doing this deal with your dad. Like, nobody even called you. Yeah. <laughs> no one called you today you at all. You seem awfully protective now of a woman who didn't even know that her good friend from childhood was managing the place. Oh, right. Good point, right? Like, now she's, like, white on rice with this. And before, really? she was, like, stiff arming it. Really? Do you have to make a rac it. racist comment? <laughs> Do I really have to call you on this? Okay, brown on rice? Like, I don't... <laughs> Fried on rice, like whatever I'm, rice you want. I'm totally <laughs> messing with you. You know what I'm saying, though. And before she was like stiff arming the whole thing, like I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? She yeah. has so much distance between her and this freaking don't winery. Go to this wine winery. <gasps> oh my gosh, you can't sell my winery. Oh. She's a mess. She walks in, and there's a note on the chalkboard dun, dun, dun. that you can actually read. Yes, you don't have to have the voiceover because mm -hmm. that would spoil the surprise. But yes, and it is signed, Handyman. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say, I am 100% on board with that. Yeah, no, mm. I, I, that's... There is nothing wrong. I'm telling the story, and it's totally off base, but I have a problem with this, you know, I'm all Miss Feminist, right? I can do everything myself, fine, whatever. That doesn't mean chivalry has to go away. It doesn't mean that guys don't have to uh, try to do anything, and... and when I say that, it's like, yeah, I can do my own shit, but that doesn't mean that you don't also know how to know how to do your own shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Went on a date. It was a first date. In, I think it was in college or right after college the first time. Mm -hmm. This was in my early 20s. Go out with this guy. I'm in, like, the pencil skirt and pumps. Good. Looking real nice. Nice choice. <laughs> the guy gets a flat tire. Okay, we pull off to the side of the road. Whatever, no big deal. He calls AAA. It's going to take like an hour and a half for AAA to get there. And he sits there and starts waiting. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It was a flat tire? It was a flat tire. Oh my God, and find that tire it. iron and go get them lugs and I, off. And, well, I look at him and I'm like, 
we don't have to wait an hour. I said, we can just change it. And he's like, well, I've never changed a tire. And I'm like, well, I have. Nice assumpting. Or assumpting? Assumpting. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice assuming, dude. <laughs> so I taught him how to change his tire on the side of the road in a skirt. And he never got a second date. Yeah, because. Because I'm like, whoa. dude, you have a manual. Even if you don't know, you have a manual. It tells you, guys, just so you know, guys and, and women, all everybody. The tools are there. <laughs> they come, like, if you open up a seat, like, move one of the back seats uh, up. You open, you pull they up have the, the jack, floor. They have the thing. I don't even know what the word, I sound like an idiot talking about this, but the tire iron's there. It's all there, people. It doesn't matter and if you know what they're called, as long as you know how to use them. And, and there you is can a read directions. handy thing called a manual. That's typically in your glove box. And it gives you picture instructions like Ikea and written instructions like everybody else needs so that you can figure it out. Yeah. And if you can't figure it out before AAA gets there in an hour and a half. Word. Yeah. I got no time for you. No second date. Just no saying, second date. I need a little bit of a handyman. We're over. If I'm going to be a handy woman, you need to be a handyman. We are over. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even say that. I think... <laughs> You I think just I just told him to take call. me home. I don't even think we went oh, to dinner. Ooh, that's, I was pissed. That's harsh. Wow. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's because that's annoying. And like, he stood there and watched. Like he didn't even offer to help. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like, oh, this is not good. Yeah, that was just a preview into your life with that dude. Yeah, done. Uh, We're uh, over. And every other. <laughs> Anywho, so um, turns out handyman has decided to fix some of the things himself, and she's intri this intrigues her. She's intrigued, so she leaves a note back. And the note is something to the effect that you're my hero. And she left him some goodies in the cabinet that's some all broke. Yeah. <laughs> the cabinet door that doesn't shut. Right. And I kind of eye rolled at the, you're my hero. Because I felt that was very typical Hallmark. Like, I would have just been like, oh, great. You fixed the stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks Do so much for doing that. Rate? Are you single? Like, I would have been straight to the point. Are you single? Do you like Jesus? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I left you $20 on the counter because I may not know how to fix things, but I have some money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. You probably put some chips or something in there, but. Yeah. I don't know. The wine, because I, later on, it shows that they have the wine there, the, the family wine. Mm. Okay, fine. Right. Show a bottle of wine or whatever. It's fine. Okay, we got to keep it moving. So. <sighs> Did um, you just. Push me along. No, I'm just... We are changing roles. I like this. <laughs> this is very good, right? Anyway. So, um, in between all this, really quickly, Chloe decides that she's going to recreate the old, like, the very first booth. Because, okay, there's a Valentine's Day festival, which we neglected to mention when we oh, were talking about yeah. That's why they were having this dinner, apparently. Yes, because, of course, there's always a fucking festival. So... There's a <laughs> festival or a dance. That's right. Woo! Or a festival that has a dance. Yes! Beautiful. So Nothing like this happens in our life. Never. I've not... I mean... Like, I'm, I'm trying to get tickets to go eat breakfast, some kind of half-ass <laughs> breakfast with an Easter bunny. And that's my life. Keeping it half -ass real. Half-ass breakfast with an Easter bunny. Yeah, where's the Easter festival and the damn dance? Freaking Matthews. All right. So... She's, no disrespect to Matthews. <laughs> we love Matthews. She decides that she's going to recreate the very first booth that they've ever, that they ever did at the, kind of in the spirit of her mother and it's their last festival and all yeah, that other kind of stuff. I think her mom really started the festival. Oh, is that what it was? I feel like that. That's good. Okay. I hope so. I mean, it makes sense. It's their family winery. Maybe she started that shit. I don't know. Um, she's dead now, so um, <laughs> we can't ask her. Wow. <laughs> okay, so. Wow, Reagan. Because they kill everyone off. 
So before the movie, next because if they killed someone off during the movie, it would be a Lifetime. <laughs> that's right. That's what. That's really what makes the difference between a Hallmark and a Lifetime movie. Is that Lifetime they kill people during the movie. Lifetime is just completely. They show the murder, and it's a murder. Like it's, it's not a like from a jealous woman, right? Who's played by Katherine Heigl. Yes. Who your husband looked at slightly the wrong way in a grocery store, and now she's obsessed with him. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> And you're Beyonce, and she's some white girl. I can't remember her name. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, wow. <laughs> oh, that was Allie Larder. Okay, anyway, or no, Allie. Shit, I don't remember. Okay, I'm gonna stop saying names because I'm saying the voiceovers. Okay. So <clears throat> next day at the vineyard, uh, homeboy Seth brings out a bear claw to Chloe, and she's out there doing something with these grapes. What the hell is she doing? I think they're just trimming, trimming or pruning. They're know. pruning. Yes. Sure. There's some sort of pruning action Basically, happening. What it looks like they're doing mm-hmm. for everyone who hasn't seen this movie yet is they're picking dead leaves off of a vine. That's all go. it looks like they're doing. There you go. There you go. Anyway. So he brings a bear claw out to her, which mm-hmm. is a very nice little gesture because I feel like through this movie, you get this sense that he's, he's sort of flirting with her. Yes. You know, even though it's, it's kind of in like a, um, antagonistic way mm-hmm. it's there's still like some flirtation you know what i mean because he's the one who always turns what she says into innuendo and turn and like is oh, always is doing so the funny. gesture you know with bringing the bear claw or showing up in some in he's, some um, uh, inopportune moment guy. yeah 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 i mean and he's, it's awesome and i do have to point out that in the vineyard when like he it. does run he does wear a shirt <laughs> wait he does a run i at least i i said at least he keeps the shirt on when he runs <laughs> like when he ran out with the bear claw I don't know. It could have been that. So not like an actual... I don't know. Like you ran five it miles in the It was late. Okay, fine. And the next note I have, I have no... Overshare with Ono. <laughs> I really need to talk to my phone. Uh, so. All right. So here, she... He overshares with her. Yes, he totally does. Because she starts reminding him, like, this vineyard's been in my family. Do you know how long it's been? 60 years? Blah, 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 blah. Do you even have a family? Because apparently he doesn't have a family. Yes. you can just create a full-grown man <laughs> out of a test tube with no human dna whatsoever we can do that now good job birthing himself like what does that even mean (laughs) it's like cybernet like yes and then he says i am a kid from a divorced family because as we've decided and discussed on the show before that is the worst possible thing that could happen to you because look at reagan and i we are completely fucked up people we are the worst because we're from divorced families and again Man, i will I say extra prozac just because of that i will say Please. that for some reason hallmark likes to make andrew walker the the, the yes. kid from the divorced He's family the token divorce kid because he in a bride for christmas if you have heard that one you should if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Shameless plug. If Not you have heard it, plug. you just remember. Just go listen. Even if you've listened to it before, listen just to go it again. listen to it again. Yeah. Because I go off on this shit with the divorce you stuff. Do. Remember? And then we... I go off on the elevator, which is a whole other <laughs> less serious topic. <laughs> serious? But I even said that too. Mr. Walker, this is your second movie where you're the divorced kid. Is he being pigeonholed into the child of divorced yeah. parents who Typecast. turns out to be some kind of fancy city guy that has an elevator that goes directly into his apartment? Like, oh my gosh. Don't see his apartment in New York City, but I guarantee you there's an elevator that opens up into his living room. Maybe he's just the same guy. <laughs> it could be. This is him five years later. Shit didn't work out with Homegirl. Yeah. Because she, she freaked out. She upset about the gambling. <laughs> All that poker. Okay, anyway, sorry. Let's bring it back. Reel it back in. So, this is where he overshares about how we we really don't do this for anybody else. So, he 
was the country kid when his parents were together and then his parents divorced his mom moved to the city and his dad stayed in the country that's all we know though at this point so that we just learned that like he has he, a little he country spends in time him. in the city and in the country exactly and that's how he knows about the trees right because he starts mentioning about because he's he's like trying to prove to her that i know country stuff like that's this kind of tree and this is another kind of tree it's not even country stuff at that point it's just like i know like shit. botany <laughs> Like, you know what? Trees are actual living beings. Yeah, like, you learn that in kindergarten. It's 10th grade biology, really. I mean, in terms of the genus species thing, like, or what type of tree, like, that's a, you know. I don't know the types of trees that are around my house. Me neither. Something looks like a pine and a cone falls off of it. I'm going to call it a pine tree. Uh, correct. But it doesn't mean that I'm country or yes. city. Coniferous trees. Right. I mean, we understand these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Anyway. So. Which, at some point, she calls him charming. Yes. Like, don't be so charming. And he's like, you think I'm charming? Which is what you were saying. He oh, kind of turns yeah. around that and... But then she acts so caught off. No. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you're yeah. a charming asshole. You chose Get those over. words, Chloe. You chose the word charming. So, uh, what, if you... Yes, you just you called him be, charming. <laughs> you can be charming and be a big city jerk. Right, exactly. That's what most so, of them <laughs> Yeah. She takes his bear claw, but tells him at that point, stop following me around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I actually liked. She's yeah. like, I'm going to take this from you because I would straight up take that donut. Yeah. And she's like, but I'm not your tour guide. Don't yeah. keep following me. You are not going to wave a donut in this face and get turned down. Oh, hell no. It's never going to happen. You want to marry me? Just bring ring... me a box of donuts. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Put that ring in a donut. No, don't put it in the donut. Well, tell me which Lay one it, it is. Lay it on top of the box. Yeah, because I will eat that shit. I won't even wait and look. Be like a diamond? What? Is that what hurts? <laughs> We're going okay. to take that to a cleaner. <laughs> So, to a really bad spot. All right. Next scene, he brings her and the friend coffee, which I thought was really lovely. It is. He's lovely. I do. I love it when you say that word. I know. It's like a thing. I love that word. But I just, you know, again. It is really nice. He's He's really. He's a nice, considerate guy. He is. He's putting out all the the right, the right vibes. He's putting on all the right moves. You have jumped him by now. Listen. If you were single. Perhaps. Um, so but the thing that does bother me about it is he's like, follow me. And of course the women have to go following the man. But I will say, even though I wrote that down snarkily, yes. I think that's the only time. Well, you know. Because this whole movie is very different in the sense that kind of the woman's, she's she's independent but can still be a woman. Right. Doesn't mean she didn't need a guy. Right. But they, they do this whole, like, yin and yang thing very well in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not the poor woman who's sniveling and doesn't know that she's worth it and needs a man. No, Like, she doesn't no. need him at all. No. He doesn't need her at all. And it just, yeah. Yeah, and they make it cl- they make it clear to us, actually, even much earlier on, that there's no man in her life. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, I don't have any men in my life. Like, her and her friend are joking about it. But she doesn't seem broken because of it, or she doesn't seem like... Oh my gosh, I'm just like, she's so lacking for confidence because she's not with somebody. Like, it never even really comes up, you know? it's totally cool. It was cool. Um, So he's, I mean, you know, and whatever. He asked them to follow, he asked him, them to follow him because he's got like a little business presentation, right? So it's cool. He's got his laptop set up at the bar and stuff. He's like, hey, can you come take a look at this? So... He's basically talking all of them through the benefits of the deal, um, which is actually, it seems legit to them. Like, he walks away and they're like, this is a really good deal. And she's yeah. like, yeah, it is. You know, just in terms of, like, you know, what they're going to do with the winery and how they're going to... Yeah, what they're going to the do for the employees. to stay there. Exactly. Um, but then he has to take a business call. And yes! I have an issue with the business call. Me too! Okay, you, you go first. 
I am sorry, <laughs> but if I am worried about a winery, buying a winery, and this big partnership, and it's a big deal, I'm going to make time for a phone call where I'm not running on a fucking treadmill. This woman is on an elliptical. His, and they're, like, FaceTiming. Almost passing no, out. No, they are talking. <laughs> yeah, but she's, like, hyperventilating on this treadmill, even though she's the size of a stick. And she's like, oh, you're not going to get VP if you don't get this deal. <gasps> Hurry up. <gasps> Seth, you said it would be done by now. <gasps> What's taking you so long? <laughs> and I'm like, does and this happen? Such... And this is the thing. She didn't take the call on the elliptical. She made the call. Yes. So like, what? I, like, you How do you not have enough time? <laughs> it's like, you know what? The next time I'm going to call you, I'm taking a deuce. Like, really? <laughs> if this is the big... <laughs> So Reagan's dead. falling off the chair. I'm so dead. <laughs> if, oh my God. if this thing is that important to you, you'd be making a phone call from your desk. Yep. You'd be pacing around the office. Yep. You would not be on a treadmill. <laughs> okay. I just, I have an issue with that. So, and, and again, now Reagan, you yep. get, take a lot of business calls. I do. You're a manager. Yep. You deal with people. Yep. You deal with the stuff. You got to make sure people are on their shit. People be calling me. Yep. If you have someone working on a big deal, do you just randomly call them or do they know that you're going to call them? No, we usually have pre-setup calls. You know what I mean? Like, it, so maybe people would know this isn't the most opportune time to get in my one mile run. Yeah, right. Like, I, just honestly. And let me give the business presentation that is the most important part of this whole deal and take a call from my boss while she's on a treadmill. Because yeah. that's obviously more important than trying to sell this. That's actually a good point. I really would have just let that ring and I would have called her back. And then maybe she wouldn't have been on her flipping exercise Well, no, machine. she would have been in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but at the end of the day, she, she puts the pressure on Seth. That's the whole point of the call is because that we see her doing that. Because he a vice president. Yes, that's right. That's she the whole thing with this. She doesn't seem to be a vice president or a president though. But yet she still seems to have enough authority to tell him that he's not going to be a vice president. Right. We don't know what her position is in all of this, but she is just, she's just the heavy really is what it is. And she's just putting a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. So we see that. So then. And he's only been there for 24 hours. <laughs> right. I don't care who you are or how there. charming you are. You're not closing a deal in 24 hours yes. when you've never met these people. No. I don't know. You know, he thinks he's that good and so did she, I guess. So in New York. now Seth is learning how to prune these damn vines. So at this point, his whole thing is, I'm going to prove to this Chloe chick <laughs> that I... Because the ball is in her court now. Right, uh, it's just yeah. hysterical because it's so obviously not, as we find out later. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's putting on a lot of effort to win her over. Yeah, he is. I'm not really sure why, because she clearly has no impact on what her dad does. Um, but he is just going to prove to her that he can do heavy lifting. He's not just a business guy, but he can actually get in there, get his hands dirty, roll up his sleeves, mm -hmm. and be part of the process. He's so, doing it. Her and her friend fantastic. are standing on the... Yes. <laughs> so he's learning like how to prune the vines. Looking at this. She's mad skeptical of him, uh, her still. Her <laughs> for being married, her friend is staring awfully hard. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, listen, Take it where you get it. If he was standing right here, I'd be staring pretty hard at him, too. <laughs> also married. Just saying. Um, Just staring. But I would it's be okay. Staring. Jason would be staring at her too. <laughs> yeah, I think he would like her. Um, so he's he's all about learning the business from the ground up. Um, because you know she said I'm not going to sell to somebody who doesn't understand my family's business. So he's who like, doesn't Fine. understand wine, and it's so funny. And I didn't know. I don't know when this came out, but I noticed it like a couple scenes later. 
He has no idea about wine at all. No, he doesn't even drink it. <laughs> Which just makes it even more hysterical. Which, I mean, I guess in the real reality of the world, sure, there are people who work at a wine company that don't drink wine. That's That's got to be a real thing. I get it. But, like... How do you not know? That high up, like that, you... Even if you don't drink it, you have to... If, yeah. if, if it's not your favorite thing in the world, you would still taste it enough to know how to explain it. And, and know the process it. of, like, how it's made and, like, what are all these things that have to be what done they... in, opera like, operationally for a winery yes. to, to work, you know, and for that machine Well, you know, they have go. boxed wine from a lab. Um, <laughs> what's... <laughs> There's something with, like, droppers what are the wine people and called? beakers. <laughs> They're, like, graduated cylinders. Bill Nye, the wine guy. They're, like, buds and burners. <laughs> Making it what? <laughs> what are the wine people called at the restaurants? It's like a position. Okay, we got. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so there's a but bunch. he does make a comment, and I'm putting out this line. He does say, you know, there's a little blue color under this white color, and I'm like, you know what? That is hella fine. That and is. I won't go over that. That is hella fine. I love that. You could change your own damn tire, and I'm cool with that. Oh my gosh, you Here's are not even iron. Cali using hella fine. I love that. Um, so there's a bunch of these montages of him doing manual labor at the winery and schmoozing with dad. It's hilarious. They're, like, he's hold, he's like picking up boxes. So first he's pruning, then he's picking up boxes. Then he's like on a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> a tractor mm -hmm. just drives by and he's like on the tractor with dad and it's hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. It is. And it made me laugh probably more because I've seen the same scene with my son and my father. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. And I'm like, oh, it looks like my little five-year-old with his daddy. Or his, well, his grandmother at that point. So um, at this point, her redhead friend sort oh of teases gosh. her about how he's certainly making an impression on you. Okay, and at this point, again, I'd be smacking my damn friend. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, deny, deny, deny. Back the fuck off. Right. First of all. Yeah. And we're we're 30 minutes into the movie, people, and yeah. of course, he's already making an impression. Yeah. Slow your roll. I haven't seen you in a year, and I've been here for two days. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know me anymore. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just because kidding. Just because your ovaries are now secure doesn't mean that you have to worry about mine. Don't make me say we're over. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but she gets so defensive. No, he she absolutely does. has not. Right. There is not, and at this point, normally in a Hallmark movie, you get that sense. Like, yes, you know that they've been flirting. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of chalkboard messages. E maybe only one by this point. Yeah, I think but by this point. But it's just like, there's chemistry, or there's something built up by now. Mm -hmm. Like, there is nothing. There's not enough of them together. It's her complaining about him. Right. Him complaining about her, trying to come up with a way to... I think that's why they started in with the flirtation so quick, even in the 7-Eleven. <laughs> just going to yeah. call it that, because shout out. Yeah. Um, why not a 7-Eleven? I think that's why they, they threw it in so heavy right from the get-go, is that, like... You know, they really want to, again, like, beat us over the head that these two are attracted to each other. And yeah, because they're not even acting they... like it at all. Because, <laughs> right, even though they're not, like, we need to believe that they are. Yeah. So anyway, so. There's a bear claw. Which is a, a sign of love in my world. But it's, still. Right. It, for us. Uh, yeah. That's like just, you might as well get down on one knee with a bear claw. Just <laughs> fuck the diamonds. Um. So anyway, so Chloe's in the tasting room and she's like pouring wine and whatever. And she is selling the hell out of this damn wine. I gotta she say. She what she's talking about. And this is the first point where I'm like. Why the girl, hell did she leave? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, why are you not just trying to run this winery? Like, why are you even caring about this restaurant? And why wasn't that your first thought? Yes. Why wasn't dad's first thought? Maybe I should talk to my daughter about this and see if she wants to run it. It's not like she's been running a restaurant for five years. Right. And this thought apparently has occurred to her friend, but not Chloe herself. Like, her friend is even like, 
you're so good at this. Yeah. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And I guess, I don't even remember what she says about why she wouldn't, like, her dad wouldn't let her or something like that. Or, it, the, or her dad wanted her to go and spread her, her wings. Her parents wanted her to go find her own way. They didn't want her tied to the family business. And I get that, but at the same time, it's like, how, you've been away from home for how long? Right. Right. I know. So, she goes back to the cabin. There's another note from Handyman. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and I can't remember what this one says, but... It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so... It's um, cute. She also gets a text from Maggie back in Portland about her offer to the GM. Um, so, like, she's just basically like, hey, have you thought about... Have you thought about the offer? The offer, you know, let me know. Hope you're, like, hope you're having a good time at home or whatever. Yeah, ha- hope everything's okay. I'd be like, I hope yeah. your father isn't dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's kind of creepy. What happened with your dad? Right. None of that. Um, None of that. But there's a plumber. <laughs> this, see the realities. Mm. The the lack of reality in these movies. That's what gets me the most. I'm yeah. on board with this love story in a week. But yeah. the plumber goes in mm-hmm. under the sink because there's a leak. Right. He finds a cuckoo clock that's just okay. hanging out under the sink. Right. Because that's where cuckoo clocks belong. <laughs> and then he's like, it'll take me a minute to fix it. She takes this call for Maggie. You do not see the plumber go anywhere near the sink ever again, and all of a sudden he's done. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Kind Sounds of like some plumbers I've met. <laughs> Just okay. saying. Anyway. So she leaves another note for Handyman. And by the way, she's been signing off as in need of repairs. Yeah. Which I sort of like, snickered at. Yeah, that's what you want your vagina to be known as. <laughs> Just threw my phone in the air. <laughs> oh my god, you're a mess. Okay. <laughs> so that well, you know, that's he's the handyman he's gonna fix that that's hella funny okay so cut to seth it's dinner time he is going to a restaurant to have dinner G- going to the restaurant yeah right because there's only one in this small town and it looks like it's in the side of the gas station he was in the uh, night before it totally does and it's got like the the checkered um red and white tablecloth because totally like they didn't even care beating us over the head that we're in the country yeah because the organ, when you think of the organ, organ country, yeah, you think of a North Carolina barbecue. <laughs> this looks like a damn North Carolina barbecue place. Or Texas the only thing that was place. missing was like three Presbyterian and Methodist churches and all them sauces on the table. Oh my gosh, the sauces! They're yeah, they so didn't good. do the sauces. All right, anyway, but this kills me, okay? Because so he's okay. He's reading the menu. <laughs> he doesn't even give his ass in the seat. He's reading the menu and he, so he's reading the menu and he's like, I guess I'll have, uh, from the menu, the rib dinner. And then he just goes off book and orders a kale salad. What do you think is going to happen, audience? They don't have kale salads (laughs) at this place. You know what though? I call bullshit. In Oregon... Well, okay, true. Okay. In Oregon, probably everyone has a kale salad. That, you know what? That's a good point. Because <laughs> probably Again. in the Portland countryside, somebody got a kale you know salad. What? There are vineyards all over North Carolina. You picked the wrong place. Just saying. The, uh, but I just don't understand. You read from the menu to order your rib dinner, but then you did not read from the menu to order she, your kale salad. But she stands down next to him as he's sitting down. That's why what can like... I order for you? I'd be like, back up, bitch. I don't actually say that to waitresses, but I have been known to give them the side eye and be like, can I have a minute? Thank you. This, but this and then waitress he, oh. is just like, we don't have it. Like, she's so irritated with him already. Yeah. And then he's like, um, can I have a, a microbrew? And she's like, oh, uh, this is wine country. We don't have that. Mm, okay. He's like, okay, can I have a, bo- a glass of wine from the local vineyard? Oh, excellent choice. 
oh my gosh. Like, no, oh, you don't have enough money to buy non-plastic linens for your table, but yet you serve the fanciest wine in the area? Please. Yeah, that makes no, none of this makes any sense. And yes, you have kale. I, I, you know, honestly, I'm just like, stick to the menu, fancy pants. Again, beating us over the head that he's but the, the waitress city boy. Is funny. She is funny. And I, she's I, very nice. The actress, there's this whole, like, theme in drama. There are yeah. no small parts, only small actors. Right. She is not a small actor. That's right. She's she's kind of like part. Jack A, maybe a little bit underutilized here. <laughs> very much underutilized. <laughs> maybe she could have been the mom. Anyway, at this point, though, Welcome. everybody loves Seth. So everybody loves Seth in this town. Like, the dad loves him. The friend loves him. This waitress loves him. By the time he is leaving this restaurant, she's like, I'm gonna make sure I got that pie for you next time. Yeah, she's gonna make him a whole pie. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'll take a piece of that pie next time. She's like, I'll make a whole pie. What? Okay, keeping it real. If that guy walked in to anywhere you were working and there was pie involved, would you not offer to make him a whole pie? (laughs) I'll make him two pies. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's getting two pies. Anyway, so... um. The dad, so she's having a conversation with her dad. Chloe's having a conversation with her dad, and her dad's like, look, I need you to respect the fact that this guy is here to, like, help me do this business thing, you know? And, you know, and kind of what he could have said to her is, listen, you ain't been here, so you don't really get all this say in all these decisions when you just showed up two days ago. Well, she's acting like your dad's an idiot. Right. Uh, He's been running the place. Uh, Right. Successfully, apparently. Otherwise, this place wouldn't want to buy them. So, back off slow your roll home girl and he she he kind of says that he's like you've been kind of mean to him mm-hmm. and so she she kind of takes the feedback and she's like okay and she you could see even her start to soften to the idea of okay let's dude. be nice to this guy yeah again thinking that she actually has a say in any of right. this so she, now she's off to so he wants to like hang out with her the next day he's mm-hmm. basically like you know i want to see what you do and whatever so she's like and she's like of course complaining about it like oh my gosh he's going to like shadow me for the day oh he's going to be so everything annoying because all i'm going to do is drop off boxes of yeah. wine at places right cuz this hot guy is like uh but it turns into more than that which totally confused me yes um, by the way the yeah. truck that they get into <laughs> i freaking love this truck yeah. It is a weird, it's weirdest looking ass truck I've ever seen. You know what? I'll get a picture of the truck and I'll put it in the Instagram. Because it's like a flat front truck. It's so weird. It, it like doesn't, it doesn't have an engine. Like no. where is the engine? Either no. way, I think it's adorable. I've always wanted to own like an old yeah. hot rod type pickup truck. Not quite a hot rod. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. red pickup truck. Yeah. Just to drive around town, deliver stuff. Yeah, and it's totally cherry. Like, it's all fixed up and painted sweet and everything. It's all shiny. But they hop into this. And I do have a note. um, Right before this, she does put a note on the chalkboard for him to fix the cuckoo clock. Oh, that's right. That happened before this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this was after the plumber left. She writes a note up there. And it's just like, really? You're going to ask this guy to fix a cuckoo clock? But at the same time, I put, it's kind of comforting that you know what's going to happen. Because you know he would have found it anyway. Yeah. But she is overextending on the stranger. Um, But that's what people do sometimes. So, (laughs) But I do put, okay, so they get in this truck. I'm totally, like, jumping in because that's what I do. They're going in this truck so she can make deliveries. And these are long-term clients, so she really has to work hard to make these relationships, you know, to keep up with these relationships, blah, blah, blah. She jumps in the truck. They go to the first place. She walks in. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I haven't seen you in ages. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Do you want more of this wine? Yes. Okay. See you later. (laughs) 
How is that? There was no customer relation at all there. There no. was no, how are you kids? No. How's your hubby? Are you married? Yeah. Are well, you not? What was the purpose of her doing that? What's going on? Other than to bring them wine to their doorstep, which FedEx could have done. <laughs> she had no more of a personal uh, interaction with them than there was FedEx no would have. no customer service. And seriously, these people would have had a regular FedEx guy because they live in the country. It would have been the same guy that would deliver to them all the time. So why? They would have known his name. They're and a many business. Kids he had if he was married. And they blah, get blah, deliveries. Blah. Right? Yeah. But, right? Yeah. We In our stores, we know the FedEx guy. <laughs> awesome I okay i'm just saying all right anyway I'm just saying yeah i'm with so, you so and then the next stop i thought the whole thing was delivering cases yeah the next stop she's basically doing a sales pitch to a restaurant this is not a delivery is it really case. on the plan no nope. it's not a delivery she has it on her schedule but yet she's never been able to sell to this guy so i'm gonna try it now because it's not like the manager and everyone else who've been doing the work for the last year yeah could do any better so at this point, she's she's doing. So this is the only ethnic person in the movie. I was gonna say this is where diversity kicks in. <laughs> because in Oregon, no diversity whatsoever. They're all crazy white people. So the guy sitting across from her, I mean, he is a dark skinned gentleman. He's not black. I'm I think he's Indian. Indian. Yeah. So I think I've seen him in things before. Okay. He looked familiar to me. So. You know, he's tasting and he's sort of like, yeah, I really want something complex. And she's like, oh, this is complex. Like, blah, blah, blah. They're doing all this wine stuff that's way over my head at this point. Absolutely. And so for whatever reason, I guess Seth, like, has a sixth sense that he needs to come in and rescue this moment, which it's good that he does. But the way he does it (laughs) is so ass backwards. It's so funny. (laughs) He comes walking in like a Texan. Because that's exactly what you think of when you see this slight, thin, gorgeous man. You think Cowboy Boots a cowboy hat and he probably knows some George Strait songs. No, that is not what you think. Yes, he totally bumpkins himself out <laughs> with this like, hey y'all, I, <laughs> oh, I just love this wine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally sounds like he's never had wine at all in his life. Like, uber country. But yeah, so he's going to walk in with a southern Texas accent and save the day mm-hmm. because the woman can't do it on her own. Right, basically. Oh my gosh, I wish I had a clip of it because I would play it right now because it's really hilarious it's and I ridiculous. forgot to get it. But basically he says that he is this buyer for private collectors because that's exactly who you want buying your private wine. Mm-hmm. Um, some hillbilly. <laughs> and, um, you know, and he knows of some wine event that happened in Europe like a week or two before. Right. And so he brings it up and he's like, oh, this was at this event. And he's like, well, I was at that event and I didn't see this wine. And he's like, oh, well, the this one particular event through this conference was invite only. Oh, jeez. Like, you didn't get invited because you're Indian and this is a Hallmark movie. You're not white and therefore... <laughs> That's why you didn't go. You're not invited. <laughs> and basically makes it seem like this wine is crazy, hella good, which it is. Yes. And then the bee's knees. He takes another sip and he's like, oh, this is complex. Like, no. He had taken a sip already and then he listened to this man and then took another sip and was then convinced of the complexity of this wine. Because it needed to breathe. I don't know what that means, people. So maybe you need to explain that. I've heard that before. Like, you need to let it rest. We don't wait a half an hour. Listen, we are moms. We don't wait a half an hour once you open this bottle. (laughs) In all honesty, you just pour the damn glass and you drink it down. Party wine in a box sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> exactly. 
I'm ready for this party one. So anyway, it's hilarious. He goes through this whole Texas accent explanation. Dude ends up buying two cases of the wine or whatever it is. The the two of them go out laughing back to the truck and they're it's very cute because they have good chemistry. They have great chemistry. And you see it really really well. Yeah, and she is like actually thankful to him for having come in and helped her out and he thought it was hilarious and he was like, "Ah, you had it." You know, so it was cool. Like he didn't come in and act like, "Hey, I just saved the day for you." <laughs> and then like, you know, remind her about it and yeah. like, you know, jab at her about it. They just like acted like a team. It was really cool. It was I nice. This. And I think that's why I liked this movie more than some of the others is because they do have that camaraderie. You know, I have my sarcastic moments and Things like that. But yeah. genuinely, you're right. She didn't take advantage of him. She gave him credit. He gave her credit. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. Get back in the truck. Exactly. At some point, the uh, version that I was watching cut to the beach. So I have no yes. idea what happened in between that and the beach. There's not much. They decide they're going to get something to eat. So they go and grab something to eat. And they sit in the truck at on like basically on the at the ocean side to yeah. eat their lunches and they get into this deep conversation this super deep oversharing conversation it was super oversharing the beach is gorgeous <laughs> it is um but they're snagging on these weird bites of food i was like what the fuck did he bring I'm, i was really thinking more of myself like a meatball grinder or something because <laughs> we think of real food I you know what He's I mean? He's used to wheatgrass and kale salads. Listen, <laughs> and uh, you could throw me a Beyond Burger on some lettuce. I'm cool with that. But, like, bring me something that I'm, like, taking a fork and eating it into my mouth. Like, what are these weird... It looked like a damn apple slice with some cheese and bread or something. I didn't know what this was. I mean, I'm... Oh, yeah. It was, like, all slices about, of something. Yes. It was, like, a damn you know cucumber what? sandwich. It looked like bologna. <laughs> they were having a tea party they by were, this ocean. They totally were having a tea party. It was weird. And Without then we the find tea. out, guess what? His dad's dead. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Lord. Big shock, uh, Hallmark. Oh, my And then gosh. they just insult the hell out of each other, not meaning to. But, like, how can yes. you work for this company that steals integrity from all these things? And he's like, well, how can you not want to grow? And I don't know. Yeah, they, they do have, like, it's this moment where they find that they're at odds. Quite different. Exactly. Yeah. Which is um, fine. Or they just have a different, different. It's totally fine. But it's because of their jobs, too. Yeah. Well, his job and his career versus her, I don't give a shit until two days ago. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Family inheritance. Right. And again, I feel like in this whole conversation, she's not making the connection that she should be taking over this family winery. She's apparently so passionate about it in these last two days, but she has not made the connection yet, still. Not at this point. No. But she goes to the cabin. Because she has to go there for something else. At this point, we kind of get the feeling that she doesn't have to go, but she just goes because she wants to see if he wrote something on the chalkboard. Exactly. And actually, and I'm... I'd totally be doing the same thing. Oh my god, absolutely. And she... For me, the confusion in this is, I'm not sure the whole time if he knows she's in need of repairs. Like... No. Okay. So I was confused about that. But... I was completely confused about that. Okay. Because when she makes the note about the cuckoo clock, there's... Mm -hmm. A bottle of the wine and he kind of gives it a look like huh like yeah. i figured it out hmm. or at least so i thought but yeah. apparently i wasn't as clever as i thought i was so when she goes to the cabin this time this is where she leaves the note about like does your handyman advice come with help about a jerk at work because and... that's exactly what you would write to a random stranger <laughs> who fixed your cuckoo clock and yeah. your cabinet at this point point. and by the way you're renting this cabin to someone that you don't know who he is you're hoping it's a guy because it says handyman uh, 
and there's only one new person in town that anyone knows about, and it's the guy that's a pain in your ass. But we're not going to put those two things together either. Right. And real talk, there are so many times when she could have found out who who Handyman was. Like, this is your, again, your family's winery, your property, your cabin. She could have trounced over there at 8.30 p.m. on any given night and been like, oh, hey, I just wanted to check in as the landlord and just kind of make sure you're comfortable. Right? If she really, like, okay, just... Yeah. I get How that people like that mystery, but just get it together. Find out stuff Maybe in a real somewhat way. somewhat believable so that I could actually think it could happen. Okay. Because at this point, I, you know, do I want to go get a chalkboard? Yes. Do I want to put it up on my house? Yes. Is anyone going to write on it? No. Yeah, no. Sorry. Not at all. So, uh... I have something in my notes. Smiles during the case special convo goes back to the cabin and writes about the smiling. Oh, got it. Because oh. the because the, the note back says just smile, yeah, she, don't fight back. Yes, yeah, she rushes back to the cabin as soon as she can <laughs> when the person's at work because there's a mystery, and he's like, just smile, don't let them know that they're getting to you. Yep. And kind of passive. I think that's it. And at this point, I felt like he knew it was her. Yeah. Like, the jerk at work. Oh, it must be her, and she's complaining about me. I'm going to have fun with this. That's right. where my mind went. Apparently, I'm wrong. Yeah. And, anyway, she goes back. Even her friend says to her, maybe the maybe Handyman is Seth. Like, her friend says that to her, like, halfway through this movie, or whatever, three quarters. And she's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, because he's a city guy, even though he grew up in the country a little bit. And, oh, my And we gosh. know about this. She and shrugs that off. And a yeah. dead parent, and... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And then remember they start going and looking, they, like, how did they set it up? They're trying to find out who he is. Yeah, her and her friend are at the computer. They're gonna, first of all, <laughs> it is 2018. You can find a lot more shit out. You don't go to one website and give up people. <laughs> if I need to teach a class. Well, and oh like, my gosh. he used a picture as his profile picture, not his face. Like a, like a it's, sunset. It's, it, was, it was the general sunset picture that you can get off of any clip art. And they used like a picture of grapes or something or the winery or whatever, the vineyard, as their picture. So nobody... So he should know that it's someone at the fucking vineyard. <laughs> Why isn't he curious at all? He's not curious at all. In my notes, I just wrote, who rents a cabin to someone with no rental agreement, no real names, this is some Craigslist murder shit, <laughs> planned for disaster. Yes! <laughs> Y'all you dumb. To, you need to lock that shit up. Y'all real dumb. You're going to end up on I Almost Got Away With It or one of these murder shows on the ID oh, channel because you're so stupid. But, but they're like, you know, the rental company handled everything. Well, then call the rental company. It's not hard. It's not hard. And it, they eventually find a phone number. They call the phone number. It's a woman's voicemail. And it's probably his boss. Right. Because, you know, they already had the plane ticket in two hours. <laughs> So, of course, they already rented the place. This rustic cabin. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, so. They decide to meet, kind of. Who? (laughs) Maybe you have more notes than this. The next note I I have I have the dinner at the friend's house. Oh, okay. But then that that was very, like, they just glossed through that. So that's fine. She runs into Seth at the winery doing, he was doing his own tasting. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. It was Because he was trying to figure out the fruit, and he couldn't. It was very cute. And I laugh because I've actually done this. Yeah. Trying to impress a guy. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm t- trying to taste this wine, and I'm like, it says there's chocolate. Like, I am not tasting chocolate. Yeah. What am I doing wrong? A lot of that stuff is just like, Apparently, really? I do not have a complex palate. Yeah. You know, the McD- I can tell what condiment is on a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> that is the extent of my doubt. doesn't taste like ketchup and mustard. Um, <laughs> I do taste those tiny onions. <laughs> it's true. I like the tiny onions. Um, so I love that she watches him for a while and all that other kind of stuff. And it was kind of cute. And, and it, she laughs. She does laugh. And it makes, again, more softening to the idea of this Seth character. So, um, but uh-oh, she goes to the cabin and she writes a note that she thinks she and Handyman should meet. We don't see what the note is, but she just says, oh, I wrote a note that says we should meet. Because she goes at and the, she tells her At the one place to eat at two o'clock. Yeah. There's one restaurant that's open for lunch Actually, in the Actually, it looks like it's a different place than the first one. And it is. Because it's like a bar place. It's but okay. an actual different place. And she admits that she has a crush on Handyman. And so, yeah. She's... To her friend, not to Handyman. Yes, yes. Sorry. Not to Handyman. To her friend. And, and her friend says, it's cute. how romance novel of you. <laughs> Which I thought Which was cute. awesome. Yeah. Because totally. that's exactly what we're all thinking. Exactly. So, <laughs> and this is where you find out that Seth honestly has no idea it's her. No idea. I didn't really know until they got to the restaurant, though. Yeah, I thought he was doing it on purpose. And he, so yeah. they get there. They get there at the same time. Mm-hmm. He opens the door for her. She has no idea that he would be there for this. She goes in and it's like very awkward. Like, oh, I'll sit over here. or I'll... And the way she describes, I guess... So this note on this chalkboard is meet me at two o'clock at this place. I'll order, and it's a certain type of cab, mm-hmm. cab blanc. I yeah. think it was franc, franc blanc, whatever. Grange cab franc. It was a wine, and cab it was red. Grange franc, something. Yeah. So she orders. So he sits down on the bar. She sits in this thing, and I'm like. How does he not know? Because, like I said, at this point, I was convinced that he knew and he was messing with her on purpose. Right, especially when they meet at the door. Yeah. No. So he walks in, he sits down, and then she orders her drink, and then it hits him. Because he hears her. Yes. He hears her. And then... I love how he plays this. Oh, he totally plays it. (laughs) This is so good! It's it's the guy that knows that he's been sweating for days trying to get this woman to give him just some sense of respect. Mm Mm-hmm. And he finally has the one up. But he's like, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, exactly. This is he the point where he, she doesn't know everything. And he gets to capitalize on he knows exactly Take what's it. happening. So this is, this is kind of fun. And, I, and it, like, it's good natured, so I like it. So he goes over to her table and he's like, are you, so are you meeting someone? A secret valentine? <laughs> I love it. Or are you meeting another buyer? He's like, oh, he totally does the buyer thing. Yep, like getting yep. all jealous and... Yep. And he's like, so why don't I keep you company while, while you wait? And she's just like, okay, I don't really want him to come see me talking to, you know, sitting here with somebody else. Like, because this... then they're not going to think it's me. Exactly. And... The whole and thing. And here's the thing. She tries to get rid of him. If you order red wine and you tell the person, look for the person that ordered this specific red wine, can you tell? No, glass? not at like, all. Unless the bottle is sitting there. Not at and all. And then what are you going to do as a guy? Are you going to go in and read every wine label that's on yeah. the... She has not said a damn word about what she looks like, that she's wearing a white coat, that she's got brown hair and brown eyes. Like, she's not said a damn word, except for the fact that... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's my son, like, running something along the wall. Okay. Awesome. Anyway. So, but he's like, you know, it's so comfy here. I'm just gonna... He's gonna kick off his shoes and keep her company. So, he does tell her that she looks really nice because she's dressed up. She does. 
I didn't really notice much difference in this attire than the attire that she's been wearing the whole time. Yeah. But well, at this point, and, and again, my, my B-rate version of this skipped quite a bit, so I missed part of the conversation. Okay. The thing that I had that I did write down is when she walks in, mm-hmm. she sits down at a booth with her back facing the door. If you were waiting for someone... Right! And she keeps checking over her shoulder. You sit on the other oh side! You did, you did not think this out. That That is a very good point, because that makes no sense, and I didn't even think I'd about be, that. Again, no one's popping up and creeping on me. That's right! You ain't no. gonna be tapping on my shoulder to around. Ah! Hell no. no. Hell anyway. no. Anyway, so... He's trying to, like, get out of her who she's meeting. She tells him to go away. Ha ha. Again, with the dead mom and dad stories, because they start talking again about, like, how her mom's dead and his dad is dead and everything. Her eyes started to get sparkly and I kind of tuned out. So she tells him about this pen pal friendship that she's got with the cabin guy or the cabin tenant. Oh, see, it skipped over this. And she tells him the whole story of the handyman versus in need of repairs. And he's like, oh, so he plays along like well, gosh, like, we don't know if this guy could be anybody. Maybe, maybe he's hiding in plain sight, he says to her. And he, so what's hilarious is that they start picking out people in the restaurant that it could be. And it's all these, like, guys that, mm, no. Like, like my, like, like single for a reason. My, right. Might as well be, like, dude picking his nose at the bar, even though he wasn't really, but that's kind of the feeling you get. And then they're like, oh no, he lives in his mom's basement. And like, no, this guy, you know, because she knows everybody murdered somebody last Tuesday. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't think they said those things at all, but jail already. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That type of thing. And they laugh, you know, it's really funny. So anyway, they, time. they end up spending lunch together and having lunch together. And it was really cool. I liked it. It was very cute. It was very cute. And I, when it picked back up for me, they were leaving and she said, you know, thanks for Thanks for, you know, letting me have a good time even though I was stood up. Yes. Yes. Very cool. And again, I think I like that about her is that even though she's tough, she gives credit. Where it's due. Where it's due. Absolutely. He takes it and he's like, sure. And at this point, he's he's got to be cracking up. Oh, yeah. he's like, she wants me to... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So um, she goes and meets her friend for the festival setup. And her friend asked how it was, and she told her all about the getting dumped or or getting stood up. Yeah, not dumped. Jeez. Um, And doesn't seem to care at all about the chalkboard. And this is where the chalkboard dies, people. (laughs) The chalkboard does not make an appearance at all after this. Chalkboard funerals. (laughs) Oh, my God. That has to be a hashtag. (laughs) Guys, let's have a moment of peace for the chalkboard. Yes, moment of silence for this chalkboard. Um, I'm going to go dig a hole in my backyard. (laughs) Peace means be quiet, Reagan. (laughs) Can't do it. Okay. So <laughs> Seth gets another call from his boss in the meantime. Of course. That like, where are you at with this? It's been two days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think he's maybe been there for three or four days at this point. I feel like maybe it's maybe a couple days have passed more days. And she's like, you know, if you want this promotion, you better get this done. And I love the end of their conversation. He goes, yeah, why don't you just get back to what you're doing? <laughs> Which I thought was freaking hilarious because i think all of us have wanted to say that to our bosses at some point down the line yeah. when you're just irritated with somebody and they're like you feel like they're nagging you about yeah. something or whatever Can you let me do it right exactly like how about you just what does this button do and then hang up on them yeah if i haven't if i haven't done it yet it's because i've hit a snag let me work through it <coughs> you have not been a part of this you know nothing back off correct correct so back at the festival 
Um, they sh- she shows dad the booth and her dad's just like, oh, this is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Because they paint it and all like the first time. Yeah. And then, <laughs> this is my issue. Yeah. They totally zoom in on these family photos because she's also <laughs> framed family photos of them. And there's some pictures of her. They like zoom in on this family photo. Obviously a younger version of her, mm-hmm. her dad, and some woman. <laughs> <laughs> That looks nothing like she would be her mother. <laughs> Not brunette. The woman looks like she has gray hair. She's the most homely looking person. That is just wearing just a, a shirt, a shapeless shirt and khakis. And what did I put? Family photo was interesting. I thought for sure that her mom would have been brunette. It looks like they randomly grabbed an extra or the sound woman. No, it's like they took an, it was a complete afterthought. an old-timey picture <laughs> from like one of those old-timey photo studios. <laughs> And just, just like slap that up on the wall and said, that's her mom. Nothing like her. Not at all. There is no, again, with the casting or just with the like photo finding, like this is terrible work. Photoshop exists. Terrible work. You can make her brunette. They could have taken Lacey Chabert's actual mother, (laughs) olded her up and put her into this photo. They could have done it. I'm just saying. I mean, hopefully her mom's alive and kicking. Um, all right. So they could have aged her. Hold on a minute because whoa, Maggie calls Chloe. They are good to make her a partner. What? That's crazy. I just felt like that was canned at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why even do this? She don't care about that place no more. <laughs> and it was. It's funny. The sense I got from Maggie is that okay, I have to make her partner now because she's not going to run. The restaurant is the GM. So it's like, I couldn't get away with it, so now I'm going to... If your investors... If you aren't sure that your investors are going to let you have a partner... Yeah. Her, how are you getting that done in four days? Her investors were like, where's that woman who's running the restaurant? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. She yeah. may not come back. You better get her back. So yeah. they're basically... Because your money is pulled, if not. Yeah, they're like Seth's boss at this point. They're like... <laughs> get that shit done. Get that shit done. Go find her. So, um... But she's, like, not interested. No, she's... You could tell she's, like, all attached to this winery again. So, back at the cabin, Seth is trying to fix that damn cuckoo clock. And, uh, he also then shows up with the contracts at Dad's house. And they go fishing. And they go fishing. Because Dad's like, listen, I don't make decisions until I go fishing about it. Which is like, what? But, okay. <laughs> Teach their own. He's a, he's a middle-aged white guy. But exactly. Do your Apparently thing. he didn't propose. Do your thing. Unless he was fishing either, but... So you could tell on this fishing trip that dad kind of is sensing the chemistry between Seth oh, and yeah. Chloe. He's like, yeah, I like He knows. This. He's not an idiot. He likes He's it. smart. He likes it. That's the only reason he took him fishing. You're not... Fishing is a fucking project. And it is like an hours long event. And you bond. You ain't taking somebody that you don't like fishing with you. Otherwise, you would have just left him on the driveway. <laughs> you were like, give me the contracts. I'll sign them later. I'm going to take these contracts fishing with me and I'll follow up with you later. Yeah. Let me get a bass or perch or trout or whatever the hell. Spend fishing time with yo ass. But again, and this is where we also find out, like, it doesn't matter what the hell Chloe does because her dad is straight up not listening to her at all. No, not at all. Like, he's signing the contract. He's made his decision. He's Mm -hmm. fishing on it. Yes. Um, She's not around. She doesn't know anything about it. Exactly. And so at the fishing thing, they're like, uh, dad says something about the festival and he's like, oh, by the way, Chloe's there in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. And then just walks away. It just walks away. That was so gangster. He just dropped the mic on him like that. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> so they get to the back to the festival. I'm actually picturing that man. Uh, yeah. He just went like, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> at the festival, of course, there's a wine tasting competition. Yeah, okay. First of all, 
you have a wine tasting competition at a festival, you do not let the woman whose name is the name of a vineyard enter. Yeah, she would be exempt from this competition. Absolutely. She would be judging She'd be it. running the, co- yeah, judging it or running the competition, right? Okay, give me a break. What is so that? So her and, and Sethy boy They enter together. Up. And why would she even grab him? She grabs him to join her. She She's, doesn't know anything about wine. And she knows this, but I think you have to be a couple. Uh, but anyway, it's cute, and they're blindfolded. Oh, and it's very, she's feeding and, and like, stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it's like p- tasting and pairing and all that other kind of stuff. So they run into Dad, and Seth kind of breaks off because he's got to go do something. And um, they this won. is where... By yeah. the way, they won oh. the tasting event, and there's a trophy. Of course they did, my bad. She's like holding the trophy, they hug, it's very cute. So Dad tells Chloe, when it's just him and her that he is going to sell the winery and that she's not really been a part of this decision at all, even though... that he's already signed the contract. <laughs> That's right. It's not, I'm going to do it. I and did it. Seth has said contracts, said signed contracts, yeah. are in his possession. Just letting you know, Chloe. Yeah. Um, because again, I give you no heads up on these things. I just tell you when I've already decided to do some yeah. shit. So now we know why the family's all fucked up. Right, exactly. Which makes you wonder what she was like as a teenager. Because if they're like, just go away. Yeah. And, and, and do your own thing. Yeah. Was she that bad of a teenager? Right. She get but, drunk a lot when she was a teenager. Were what they was, worried that she was an alcoholic? Did she have to go to AA? Like, these are the questions. Like Al-Anon. Yeah. So, before this, though, right before this, she's confessed that she wants to run the winery. And he's just like, yeah, I wish you would have told me that earlier. <laughs> like, news that would have been more useful to him yesterday. <laughs> but how, again, how did no one pick up on this? And the friend who's a manager. She didn't even pick up on it until, like, she, like, she, she just realized it herself. But the friend who's a manager knew this the whole time. Would she have never brought it up to Papa Bear? I, you know, she's got her own cares to worry about. So, letting everybody know she has a husband. A husband. So, she tells her dad about the partnership, but that she'd rather run the winery, um, you know, give she it to me, not some company. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she pleads her case. Um, but again, he'd already signed the contracts. So Seth comes back and she's furious with him that he didn't even mention to her that he had these signed contracts that the deal was done. Because she's let him have all this time to talk at this point. Right. And I guess the dad had said, you know, I, I told him not to say something or whatever yeah. it was. Like he, he just... I didn't want to tell you till after the festival. Oh, right. That's right. We were waiting for the festival to be over to deliver this bad news. I don't know why that matters now. <laughs> no. You are delivering bad news at the family dinner function, but you can't do it at the festival. I just don't yeah. understand. That's fine. So she says to Seth, well, you're a better salesman than I thought. You got everything you wanted. <laughs> and then sashays away. Sashays. In a rage. Um, of and sparkling then, eyes. That's right. Sparkling eye rage. I love that hashtag. Um, <laughs> and then, so then she goes back to the tasting room at the winery and she calls Maggie and she quits that shit too. She's like, so I'm just like, she's just quitting. I'm like, she, like she, has she just been, gave it. I would totally be doing something like that. Though. This is so rash. <laughs> it, well, it is. It's very emotional, which is why it's something I'd probably do. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it was because she finally realized, you know, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I got offered a partner. Yeah, yeah. And I and wrote, yikes, thing. I get it, but yikes. <laughs> yeah, yikes. You, you need to have a job. Right. And Jobs if you don't, important. you need to make sure that if you're going to go home and live with your father, that he also has yeah. a job. Because now neither of you have yeah. a job. But then she says, she's got a plan. She's like, yeah. I figure I can still work here. I just won't be owning it. But I'll just, I'll stay on as whatever. It's a little if bit of a, me. little presumptuous, but okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> or uh, or she said, I'll work at another winery. Right. In the oh, area. true, true, true. Maybe she can go work for the snob Indian guy. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe that'll work. 
Um, so she goes to the cabin. She still doesn't know who Handyman is. And there's no message <laughs> on the she board. she is thick as hell. Because the chalkboard doesn't exist anymore. Right. And, and the cuckoo clock is fixed and on the wall, which yes. reminds her of her mother because it was her mother's cuckoo clock. And then she knocks the wine over that's okay. on the table. And this happened at the last time we had a Hallmark movie in a vineyard. Yes. Only it was the guy that, like, flung his hand and didn't hit the pot, but the pot still fell. And she, like, flings her hand in this glass of wine because... People leave glasses of wine all the time laying on tables. Yeah. Nobody was there. So no one was I, I there. just don't understand who was lazy. A glass right. <laughs> With and a glass full of wine. The wine goes all over the contracts yep. that are laying there and she doesn't know what they are at first, but they're ripped up. <gasps> yes. This is where I'm like, okay, I love you, Mr. Walker. I know, I know. She learns that Seth is handyman. And she's not that shocked though. No, and I did write it. Well, her friend only said it to her two days ago. But I did say, in my notes, not Candyman. <laughs> like that scary ass. <laughs> Remember the movie Candyman? Yeah. I had a friend growing up who was like obsessed with that movie. Oh. And it was so, no, like, she'd you. take you into a bathroom and be like, Candyman came in. And I'd be like, oh my God, we're going to die. Anyway, <laughs> just like brought that back to me, like rushing back. Right. It was crazy. Okay, anyway, so. She gets so excited, the contracts are ripped up. Yes. So, uh, her, she, her friend calls because she also knows who Handyman is because her friend runs into Seth at, what, the at other the restaurant? restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the waitress. Yes. Woo. So she stalls Seth because who's, Seth is, I guess, leaving town because he figures, well, everybody hates me now, so that's fine. Not and, everyone. One person hates me and my whole life is hung up on this one person. Exactly. We've completely switched the model here. But this friend is gangsta because she... <laughs> I love it. Dolls him by parking. She's like, I've got my car parked behind his car. <laughs> he can't get out. <laughs> she has trapped him in this town. He's, okay, his car <laughs> is love like this a big ass pickup truck. I love it. I love this girl. And so. I totally would do that for you. Thank you. So I would do it for you as well. Thank you. I would be real trepidatious about doing it, but I would do it <laughs> still. Anyway, she runs over to the restaurant, drives over. Yeah. Hey, handyman, you left these. And she's got the contracts with the wine spilled and the ripping and all of that kind of stuff. And they have this whole exchange about how, you know, she's like, I thought these were your purpose. And he's like, they were until I met something more important. And that's you. And you should run the winery. And he says, that is, if you want to, which I liked. Because yes. I was like, don't we be telling totally... people what to do. Don't be mansplaining. Don't turn this into a mansplaining ending. And then this movie was awesome for that. Yes. Because at the end. She had the ambition. She had the confidence. Yep. He realized she was better. Yep. That it would be better for the company. Correct. And he backed his ass down. That's right. And he didn't then... get to be VP, but it doesn't matter because he's Mr. He's Mr. Handyman. That's right. And then they kiss. With the awkward friend standing in the background. Yeah, it was really weird. She was kind of just standing there. But it was really good. I thought it was a good kiss. I thought it was... Bad yeah. Idea. All right. So... All right. Cheese. Um... It was cheesy. Yeah, all the notes. But it was and good the... cheesy. It was good cheese. It was like the cheese that you love. Yeah, and you want. It wasn't and like stinky cheese. Valentine's Day. Some people like that. Yeah, believability. No. <laughs> no the believability. But it took a lot, right? There were a lot of leaps to get there. You have to. Your family has to own a winery. <laughs> but still, like a family winery in sixty years, and some guy just decides to sell to the party wine company. Yeah, I don't know. No, you're gonna you're gonna do something and procure something a little bit more yeah. prestigious. Yeah. All right. So, 
two-ish. And, and, and the chalkboard know. thing, even though it's very sweet. No. It's a lot to keep up with. If someone, <laughs> if someone rents something on Airbnb and has to fix everything, <laughs> they're straight up leaving. And your rating is like a half In a the star. toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Chemistry. Oh, off I think the charts. Great chemistry. They were like a six out of five chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Stereotypes. I mean, I, I didn't see any. They did a good job of making her like a strong, independent woman. Yeah, they flipped it a little bit. Yeah, and he was still strong, but back down. Yes, when at the right times when he needed to, because he saw her as like an equal person, person. Yeah, not someone he needed to save. So that was very cool. So yeah, I thought it was good. Diversity. I mean, it was lacking. They. I mean really you walk away from this movie feeling like everybody in this town is white except for that one indian guy <laughs> yeah it's kind of how you walk away. yeah there's absolutely no so diversity. that that was kind of a one out of five for me uh one really like a half <laughs> like a point five <laughs> yeah and they didn't even give that guy a name yeah no they they didn't even bother so total overall guys i really think you should watch it i'll give it a three and a half to a four i'll, I'll go ahead and give it a four out of five that's my rating yeah i think it was good i think it's worth watching it's sweet, makes you feel good and warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I liked this. And I like the two of them, so that helps. You know what yes. I mean? Like, And there were no real big gender issues like we've seen in the past, aside right. from the diversity thing that we've already talked about. Right. So this was super fun. Our next one will be very, very Valentine. Ooh, and we'll have a special guest. It's awesome. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. So, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Um, and thanks for listening. And again, catch us on Instagram at happily never after pod, um, Gmail, happily never after pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear and from rate you. Rate us on iTunes. Yes. Thank you. Five stars. <laughs> thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time on Happily Never After.